Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. This is Zaslow Show 2.0, a Monday, the 21st of November. Good to have you aboard. Got a big week starting today. We got a big show plan for everybody. Hope you had a nice weekend. And hey, this this is a great week. All right. It's a holiday week. It's a short week. Maybe you got work Monday and Tuesday. Maybe even maybe your boss sucks and you got to work on Wednesday. Also, I don't know what kind of boss you have, but either way, it's a short week. It's a holiday week. It's one of everyone's favorite weeks. You get through these couple of days. I'm hoping I'm going to help you get through it as well. However, you're listening today. So happy to have you with us. This is the start of week number four 
of Zaslow Show 2.0 and everything we're doing so far and we're growing and it's only possible because of you guys and you're sticking with me. Like I told you at the start when, when, when I was let go and, you know, if you were mad or you were mad and I said, hey, you take all that energy and, and you just bring it to the next thing that we had planned. I didn't know at the time that I'm not going to say this was always the grand plan. I didn't know at the time, but... You know, as it turns out, I, I told you, just you take that energy and, and you bring it with you, whatever we're going to do next. And you've come through on your end. So I love you long time. Uh, I appreciate it so much. And of course, uh, major thanks to our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You, you know what I'm talking about. 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Anna Jar and Levine, title sponsor. Of Zaslow Show 2.0 from day one. Actually, from, from day zero. Before we even got on the air. Before this whole thing even started. So I love them. We got some new sponsors as well. That are jumping on board today. And we got some new sponsors that are scheduled to jump on board next week as well. So everything is growing. If you want to get involved in the show, you go to my bio at Zaslow Show on Twitter. You can see the email. You get in touch with me. Uh, you, you go to Instagram. I'm an influencer on Instagram, but... Uh, you could still easily get in touch with me. I love hearing from you guys. Zazlo J on Instagram, at Zazlo Show on Twitter. Uh, you, you know how to get in touch with me now. All right, so let's get to it here. Hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you had a nice relaxing weekend with no Dolphins football. And I, I enjoyed the idea of going into the weekend with no Dolphins football because, all right, you know, in the past... You got no Dolphins football over the weekend, <coughs> excuse me, and you're like, all right, good. I I, I don't have to suffer through another Dol- another boring, not only Dolphins loss, but another boring Dolphins game. I don't have to sit through it. I don't have to suffer. Well, this weekend it was, all right, team's kicking ass. They've won four in a row. Now, you know, I, I don't believe in the whole bye week coming at a bad time. I, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I think it's totally cool having the bye week right now, even though they've won four in a row. If you're a good team, you're not worried about the bye week screwing up your rhythm. Now, the Dolphins do catch a break where you can get back your rhythm coming up this weekend because you got a terrible Texans team that's coming to town. They're the worst team in football. They only have one win. I'm pretty certain they're the only one-win team. They're 1-8-1. and one. Bad record. Bad record. Come on. So you got your opportunity here to get back into rhythm. You're a little bit lucky in that regard. But even if it wasn't the Texans who were in town this weekend, if you're a good team, you're not breaking up your rhythm of a four-game streak and then having to go on the bye, all right? If you're a good team, you're a good team. And you're going to come out the bye rested, fresh, ready to go, and pick right back up where you left off. So as a fan, though, this weekend, all right, take a week off. I mean, I missed you, Dolphins. I did. I miss you so much. I, I haven't missed the Dolphins during the bye week in years. I'm telling you, like, you're listening to me right now and you're thinking the same thing, right? Wow. I missed the Dolphins this weekend. Every, the last 10, 15 years, there's a bye week. Like, all right, good. I just mentally, I need a break from this shit. Not this year. This year, you missed the Dolphins. But going into the weekend, I like I was cool with it because, all right, we'll take a little bit of a break and we'll get this thing going again next week. I'll just sit around Sunday. I'll enjoy the football. And what do I get? I get punished. You were punished. I was punished. We were all punished 
because there was no Dolphins football, our local CBS game here, you had two choices, all right? On Fox, you had Giants and Lions. Uh, That game sucked. But you want to watch the AFC anyway, and you were punished. You were subjected to Jets-Patriots. Oh, what a what a shit burger the NFL decided to give us. CBS decided to give us this weekend. You got no Dolphin football, so it's like, all right, I'm going to watch these two teams. I'm going to watch Patriots and Jets because it's meaningful for the Dolphins. But uh, th- this this was torture. This was punishment. I don't know what we did wrong. As, as Dolphin fans, I, I guess we've been rewarded. We're, we're enjoying the season too much. That when the season has a little bit of a break, now we need to be punished. And we were pu- it was torturous. And you knew it from the get-go, too. Like, eight minutes into the game, uh, this is torture. I can't, and, and by the way, I can't believe... We know Mac Jones is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I can't believe we were subjected to a game that involved Mac Jones, and he was not the worst quarterback in the game. Zach Wilson sucks. There is no other way to put it. Oh my God. Zach Wilson was 9 for 22, 77 yards. That's not an NFL quarterback. And after the game, whoo boy, after the game when they asked him, very fair questions, question the media's got to ask. You know, the defense played great. Defense only gave up three points. Special teams touched down at the very end. Do you feel like the offense... And the reporter didn't say you specifically. Do you feel the offense let down the defense? No. That was it. That was his answer. One word answer from Zach Wilson there. Do you feel like the offense let down the defense? No. Hey, number one, you're wrong. Number two, even if you do feel that way, you need to get in front of those people and say, yeah. Say, yeah, we let them down. Or I, me specifically, you're the quarterback. You are a very high draft pick. You specifically, I let the team down. I need to be better. He was horrendous. And you can easily make the case, Zach Wilson is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. The only other one who you think maybe, maybe challenges him for that mantle is Mac Jones. The two, we were punished yesterday. If you were a Dolphin fan, you were subjected to the torture that was a 3-3 game until seconds remaining when the Jets decided to punt, not punt it out of bounds. They played scared football. The Patriots take it to the house. First punt return touchdown of the season. Not for the Patriots, of the NFL. That's crazy, right? I did not know that. I did not know that. And so there you go. So they end up doing, the Patriots end up doing the Dolphins a solid, essentially. I sent out a, I sent out a tweet early in the game. Now, I talked about this on Friday, right? I talked about this on Friday where I was trying to figure, all right, who are we rooting for with Patriots and Jets? And I actually said, I think I'm rooting for the Jets because even though that's going to bring them into a tie in first place at 7-3 and three with the Dolphins and they own the tiebreaker, they own the tiebreaker right now. There's so much season left. That situation's going to work itself out. I do not believe the Jets are going to hang around at the top of the AFC. So I think they're very fugazi. And especially because their defense is great. But especially when you see the offense, Zach Wilson's not an NFL caliber quarterback. And they play the Jets the last game of the season here in Miami. So 
I kind of feel like that situation's all going to work itself out. And I was kind of like, I'd rather the Patriots get tagged with a fifth loss and kind of be like, all right, get out of here. You know, go away. That was how I went into it. But I put out the poll. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. Great poll question. Very controversial. And you guys came out and voted yesterday. Are we rooting for the Patriots or the Jets today? That was the question. And your choices were stupid Patriots or stupid Jets. And 82% of you guys were rooting for stupid Patriots. Ended up getting your wish. So, and you were probably right. I was probably wrong with the way that I looked at it. You were probably right where now the Patriots are 6-4. and four. Yeah, they're right there. And like, the AFC is a big hodgepodge. Only division where you have every team at least two games over 500. Best division in football. Best division in football? And the Dolphins are the best team. That's crazy. It's not even... Like, it's not even one of those years where the Dolphins, you know, like like the, the Washington team, they're called the Commanders this season. You know, they, they win their division at, you know, eight wins, nine wins. No, it's, it's not even that one of those cases. The Dolphins lead the division, and it's the best division in football. What a see, What a year. What a year. We're paying for it, though, with the Heat and Panthers, apparently. Oh, I'm going to get to those disasters. Oh, terrible. Ruin my weekend. But now, because you got the Patriots 6-4, and four, the Jets drop down... They are six and four also. Dolphins and Bills, obviously, seven and three. Dolphins have the tie break right now. They're sitting atop the AFC East. So there you go. And the Dolphins, of course, have the tie break over New England right now. So there you have it. Um great day yesterday as far as the standings go, which almost almost you almost got a gift if you stayed up for Sunday night football. Kansas City, the Dolphins were pretty close. The Dolphins needed Justin Herbert. To come through late in the game, and he never does. That now, now I gotta be fair. Part of it is, you know, Chargers defense sucks. <laughs> Herbert gave them the lead. Then the Chiefs came back and scored with what, like a minute and a half left. So Herbert had to do it again. Throws an interception at the very end. So you needed Herbert to his biggest rival. You needed Herbert to do the Dolphins a solid last night. And beat the Chiefs where the Dolphins would have then been first place overall in the AFC because the tie break with Kansas City would have been conference record and the Dolphins would have had a better conference record. But Herbert could not come through. Now, if I could tell you something right quick, and we're going to have your full NFL rundown coming up in a little bit. But if I could tell you something right quick, the Miami Dolphins, Dolphins have Houston this weekend. All right. Dolphins are seven and three. They got a very easy game this weekend, and then things start to get really hard again. You know, you got the Jets, you got the Patriots. Uh, Packers are not good. Okay, fine. Uh, but the, the Dolphins' schedule gets decidedly more difficult after the game this weekend against Houston. <coughs> Kansas City still sitting atop that AFC. And you look below the Dolphins, Tennessee and Baltimore. Neither one of those, I, I mean... Baltimore struggled with Carolina this weekend. My goodness. And Tennessee, of course, we know what they did on Thursday night. This AFC is a bloodbath. The NFC, yet Philadelphia barely get by Indianapolis. Minnesota got smacked. Getting that number one spot is going to be so huge in the AFC. Because it really feels like whoever comes out the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. Minnesota 
I mean, can you be a Super Bowl contender? You lose 40-3. to You know, for people who've been saying Minnesota's Fugazi, you got a lot of ammunition yesterday, okay? Philadelphia loses last week to Washington. They're called the Commanders this season. And barely gets by Jeff Saturday and the Colts yesterday. A lot of people think they might be Fugazi. This is shaping up to be an unbelievable NFL season. Now, I do want to mention here, all right, coming up this weekend, Dolphins and Texans, new sponsor to the show. I want everybody to welcome Briny Irish Pub. Look, I got my I got my Briny hat here. I'm putting it, well, here, let me take off the headphones and put it on. Watch this. All right, there you go. Briny Irish Pub right there. That's my new spot this weekend. That's my new spot for Dolphins games. Everybody welcome Briny Irish Pub on board. You can go check it out, brinypubpompano.com. It's on Atlantic, Atlantic Boulevard at the ocean. Hey, where Atlantic Boulevard meets the Atlantic. It's so easy. It's so easy, all right? You get off at Atlantic Boulevard. You go all the way east. You stop when you see the water. You don't want to drive into the water. And right there, you're going to have Briny Irish Pub. BrinyPubPompano.com. And not just on the weekend. Like I'm going to be there this weekend for the Dolphins, all right? You come out, watch the Dolphins game with me. That's going to be my spot now the rest of the season for every Dolphin game. I'm going to be posted up right there. But hey, not just the Dolphin game. They have the NFL Sunday ticket. So whoever your team is, you tell them to put on the game. They're going to have all the games on, all right? Briny Irish Pub is my new spot for Dolphin games. I will be there. I'm not trying to go to the Dolphin game this weekend because I'm at Briny Irish Pub. That's my new spot. Come hang out. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have food. I mean, we're talking fish and chips. Shepherd's Pie. I love Shepherd's Pie. That is my favorite. I love Shepherd's Pie. But we're talking local craft drafts. We're talking Irish brews. We're talking your, your traditional beers. Like I said, NFL Sunday ticket. And during the week, Every single night at Briny Irish Pub, you got music, you got live music, you got live bands. Every single night. Briny Irish Pub, world's greatest upscale dive bar where Atlantic meets the Atlantic. There you go. So come on out, come hang out with me this Sunday. Every Sunday for Dolphin Games, I'm going to be at Briny Irish Pub. We're going to have a great time, and I love them. I appreciate them for coming on board. They are officially part of Zaslow Show 2.0 now. BrinyPubPompano.com. All right. So I told you, we did a little bit of NFL here to start off the show. We obviously got to get to some NBA, some heat. They had a terrible weekend. Like I said, we'll get back to your NFL rundown. I'll give you a full rundown coming up. A couple quick stories, though, actually, that I want to hit on with the NFL before I move on to the heat. Uh, Obviously, I gave you Pats and Jets, one of the worst viewing experiences of my life. Sunday night football last night. We were rooting for the Chargers. Didn't come through. Uh, other interesting things there with the NFL yesterday. It, it was kind of, it was kind of a weird day yesterday. Like there was, there were some shit games. I mean, Ravens Panthers was terrible. You thought that the Ravens would do, a, you know, would be able to handle the Panthers a little bit easier. You had some surprises like Lions Giants. Uh, the Raiders uh, Broncos are so bad. Got to be one of the all-time disappointing seasons. The Broncos have now dropped to 3-7. and seven, And really weird result, obviously, with Cowboys and Vikings. All right. Like I said, we'll, we'll circle back to the whole, to, to, to our NFL rundown. I do want to mention, though, right quick, I gave you Zach Wilson's numbers. Zach Wilson, 9 for 22, 77 yards, took zero accountability, obviously, after the game when asked whether or not the offense let the team down, just gave a no. 
unbelievable. And I know the reports, uh, the locker room was very angry with that whole deal from him, not taking any accountability. He may not be an NFL quarterback. May not be an NFL quarterback. But I will say this. It's his second year in the league. Last year was Tua's second year in the league. If Tua Tungavaloa, in his second year, had the game that Zach Wilson had yesterday, you turn on your television today, you put on Get Up, you put on uh, Keyshawn and Zubin, you put on Undisputed, all these shows. The national analysts would be calling for Tua's expulsion from the NFL. True story. If Tua had the game yesterday that Zach Wilson had in his second year, the national analysts would throw Tua out of the NFL. I don't know where the bias comes from. I, I, I don't know. And obviously, if you're not on board with Tua at this point, you're just... I mean, you're just, you're so dug in, you're so entrenched that you're okay with being wrong, which is stupid. If Tua ever had the game that Zach Wilson had yesterday, there would be calls to throw him out of the league. True story. Okay, we'll circle back to that. Uh, Do we start with the Heat here, or do we start with the Panthers? All right, let's... Let's do the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do the Heat. So the Heat have lost the rain where they stink. There's no other way to put it. I mean, yes, they're they're ravaged by injuries. Jimmy Butler is home now. He went home on Saturday after missing the game the night before. And he's being reevaluated. I don't think it's anything serious. It is what it is. Tyler Hero, he's not with them on the trip. He's not going to finish out the trip tonight. They're in Minnesota. That's likely going to be an L. Uh, You know, you want to talk about the Heat's lack of height. Bam returned yesterday, but you want to talk about the Heat's lack of height. Well, now you got Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, who who I think is a total stiff, but he's very big. The the Heat are going to get smacked tonight. They're going to lose their fourth game in a row. Like, we're waiting for them to get to 7-7, get back to 500, get this thing going. They're going to lose their fourth game in a row tonight. I'm sorry, I, I, I can't. Like, I'm dreading watching this game tonight. Dreading it. It's still going to get big TV, Zazzle Mansion, Family Room, and the NFL tonight, Cardinals, 49ers. It looks like Kyle Murray's out. That's going to get small TV in the Zazzle Mansion, Family Room. But I am dreading that Heat-Minnesota game tonight. They've lost three in a row. Last night, they got smacked by the Cavaliers. You're not surprised. Cavs are a good team. Darius Garland, big game. Uh, Even Jetty Osman is is scoring 20 points against you. Terrible game for Miami. Just never got it going. Well, first quarter, you know, was competitive, but then after that, you're down by 30. So the Heat lose by 26 last night. They dropped to 7-10. and 10. They're 11th in the Eastern Conference. 11th. Now, now, overall, with the NBA, I, I love what the standings look like. Because this, this is a wacky start to the season. You got a team like Indiana, who's 9-6, they're 5th. Washington is 6th in the East. You got Miami, who's on the outside looking in. Chicago's on the outside looking in. You look at the Western Conference, best record in the West, Utah Jazz. Crazy. You got Sacramento, who's fifth in the West. You got the Pelicans, who are eighth. Golden State on the outside looking in. 
Obviously, the Lakers, they stink. It's a wacky start to this NBA season. I dig that part. But the Heat, on Friday night as well, were in Washington. Now, that's the game that you look at and say, man, we need to steal one of these games. That's one of those. You, you needed to steal it where you could salvage this road trip. You'd be going into this game tonight at 8-9. and nine. You feel a lot better about 8-9 and nine than 7-10. and 10. You have the huge game. Uh, I, I mean, Friday against Washington, the Heat were up. They were up by, what, 5, I think, with a minute to go? Yeah, and then you had the Beal layup. The Heat turn it over. Robinson dropped the ball. Orlando Robinson dropped the ball. And then you had Kuzma, who, who, who couldn't who couldn't shoot a beach ball into the ocean, buries a rainbow three, game goes to overtime, Lowry couldn't convert, Heat losing the extra period, they scored just two points, Washington scored three. Kyle Lowry was excellent on Friday. Hey, Zazzo, give it up for Kyle Lowry. I just did. Kyle Lowry was excellent on Friday night. He had tw- I don't Like, I don't want to talk about la- last night. Last night is what it is. Team's in bad shape, injuries, you played a really good team. I don't want to talk about last night. Sorry, I had to sip some of my Gatorade. Um, I'm a little bit hungover this morning. I don't know if you could tell in my voice. So I, I got Gatorade. Gatorade. Got to get the electrolytes going again in the system. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm hungover this morning. I was drinking last night with my buddy, and uh, because that's what the Heat and the Panthers are doing to me, they're they're making me drink. So anyway, and you already know this is a bachelor pad this week. My wife's in Italy. I told you about that. If you don't know now, you know this is a bachelor pad. If there's a sock on the front door, you know to go somewhere else. Anyway, so Lowry was great on Friday night against Washington. And the Heat just couldn't close. And that was one of those games where it's like, like it was a moral victory. You had seven guys available. That's it, seven guys. League minimum is eight. You only had seven. You had to dress an unavailable Gabe Vincent. And that's one of those where you don't want to come out with the you don't want to come out with the moral victory when you drop in a 7 and 9. So that's why that one kind of sucks. But that was a valiant effort in DC. And the big place, two big plays of the game. <coughs> so Orlando Robinson, that's right. We have an Orlando Robinson on the team now. Orlando Robinson in what was his debut with the team, I believe, right? Had 14.7 rebounds. He was great off the bench. Two biggest plays in the game both involved him. He was fouled shooting a three, I believe Taj Gibson, and you had coaches challenge, they reversed it. I know Crotty and Eric Reed on the broadcast, especially Crotty, they they couldn't believe the call was reversed. I thought they got it right. I, I gotta be honest. He got the ball first. You get the ball first and then you smack the hand. I mean, we we saw that with Jimmy Butler and Steph Curry a couple weeks ago. I thought they got the call right. It's unfortunate. Those three free throws when the Heat were ahead, I think they were up by one at that point, would have been huge. And and, and the team ran out of gas. Totally ran out of gas. So they're jacking up threes, 43 three-point attempts. Whenever you're shorthanded, which they were, you know they're going to be jacking up threes. That's the great equalizer. If we can hit a bunch of threes, all right, we got a chance here, even though nobody's playing. And the biggest play of the game, though, when the Heat are up by three, after the Beal layup, the Heat are up by three. Highsmith drove to the basket. Beautiful pass underneath to Orlando Robinson. Fumbles the ball. Fumbled the ball out of bounds. It would have been an easy dunk. Up five, win the game. And he knew it. Robinson knew it. Great effort from that kid in his debut. Really tough finish for the Heat. It, it, 
I, I don't want moral victories at this point. But y- you needed that game. So, now they've lost three in a row. Tonight's likely going to be four in a row. I'm sorry, I can't... Like, I, I can't feel confident about tonight. I don't know what to tell you. I, I hope that doesn't make you too upset. But uh, I'm so down on the heat right now. I'm so down on the Panthers right now. Panthers stink too. Panthers have now lost three in a row. They're 9-8-1. and one. Now, I went to... Yesterday, they lost. And Columbus sucks. They lost in Columbus yesterday. Game was tied 2-2 in the third. Panthers wind up losing 5-3. And... The afternoon before, Saturday afternoon, my son and I, we went to go see the Panthers take on the Flames. Matthew Kachuk against his old team, but more importantly, Jonathan Huberto. Now, I'm not even going to mention Mackenzie Weger, because you know what you did, Mackenzie Weger. Game two against Tampa, you know what you did. We're going to see Jonathan Huberto. And it was, it was weird seeing Huberto in the Flames jersey, but we wanted to go see Jonathan Huberto, so me and my younger son Jordan, he's 11, we love going to Panther games, we've been to four games already, how you load up? So we went on Saturday afternoon, they were trailing the whole game, they, they, they were down one nothing. they were down 2-1, they were down 3-2, they were down 4-3, tied the game every time, they wind up losing in the overtime shootout 2-1 to one in, uh, in an extra round, went four rounds, Huberto scored in the shootout for Calgary. He's off to a slow start, by the way, this season. He only has two goals and six assists. Kachuk had the game-tying goal on Saturday. He also scored yesterday. He, he's awesome. And, and I know, you know, the Panther fan are like, you know, Zazzo, what do you think the problem is here? I know a lot of Panther fans, they're busting on Paul Maurice, new defensive system. Our defense sucks. Guys get behind our, def- our last defender all the time. You get rushes up the ice. Our defense sucks. I'm not a hockey expert. Even I can see that. But as far as the style of play, I mean, you knew there was going to be a change in style. All I know is, and again, I love the Panthers. That team is so important to me. I never miss a game. But I don't sit here as some type of hockey expert, as as an aficionado, when it comes to, you know, all the X's and O's. But what I do know, and and they're changing their style right now. This coach is changing the style because the style that he wants to play is what's going to help you win in the playoffs. Not if you miss the playoffs. Not if you miss the playoffs. They're under 500. So the Panthers last year went from the most exciting team in hockey, kicking the shit out of everybody, especially at home, to now every game is a one-goal game. They, they're terrible defensively. They won the President's Cup last year, and right now we are, we're a quarter of the way into the season. Not exactly a small sample size. We're a quarter of the way into the year, and they are under 500. Team sucks. Sucks. They stunk yesterday. They lose at Columbus, and they're not good. And the day before against Calgary, Calgary's good, but the day before against Calgary, they're trailing the whole game. And the game before that against Dallas, I mean, Panthers went two and three on this homestand. They, they would never lose at home last year. They were two and three on the homestand. And the game before that, they lost to Dallas, allowed six goals. Bobrovsky got pulled after the first period. Last three games, how many goals did Panthers? I mean, yeah, I'm going to count five on Saturday because. They technically won 5-4 with the shootout. But the last three games now, the Panthers have had 16 goals. Defense sucks. Team is not good. It's so frustrating. Because I love that team. I'm so frustrated. At least with the Heat. All right, we got the injury situation. It's really difficult to watch. All right. But with the Panthers, they got everybody except Duclair. I mean, Ekblad missed a little bit of time. Okay. But they got everybody except Duclair. And 
been a blockbuster trade in the offseason, which I, I love the trade, and offense isn't really a problem for this team. It's the defense. Team sucks. Now, I do want to say, I, I do want to say one thing. I don't like... I don't like being critical of the Panthers for this kind of stuff, but but I have to be right here, all right? I'm not talking about on the ice. Here's what I got to be critical of, and, and and I think this is fair, all right? We go to the game on Saturday, and we're specifically going Saturday because we, we want to see John the Huberto. want to see Huberto with their, there with the Flames. <coughs> Excuse me. Terrible. And we want to be there for whatever tribute they're doing. I want to give him a nice ovation, that kind of deal. And my son's wearing his Huberto shirt, so he's into it. All right, fine. I'm explaining to him before the game starts. Hey, at some point, there's going to be a break in the action. They're going to do a whole tribute. We're going to stand up. We're going to cheer. We're going to clap for Huberto. It's going to be very emotional. I got to be perfectly honest. The video tribute that the Panthers did for Jonathan Huberto, it was pathetic. I couldn't believe it. It was it was practically nothing. They played a video which I think was about 30 seconds long. It was a dual video tribute, a dual video tribute for Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. And then everyone got up and they clapped. I didn't even notice the video was playing until the video was ending. I didn't hear any announcement. Hey, Now, Panthers fans, please direct your attention to the video screen. And now we all look up and you see the tribute. I didn't even notice the video. Now, maybe they did that and I didn't hear it. I I don't think so. I didn't notice the video tribute until it was ending. I was like, oh, okay, let's let's play the video. I did not notice it at all. So my attention was not geared toward the video. I went back and watched the video on Twitter or what have you. This was a pathetic video. It was like 30 seconds. It was a dual video for both Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Hooper. Oh, Zazzle, what are they supposed to do? You know, they got to honor... Well, first of all, I don't know that they got to honor Mackenzie Weger. He was here for, what, three years? Huberto was here for 10 years. He's the all-time franchise leader in everything. He'd been the heart and soul of the team forever. He's probably the Panthers' all-time greatest player. Pavel Bure wasn't here long enough to be considered in that. I mean, Luongo, yes, his jersey's hanging in the Raptors. But you can make the case that Huberto is the all-time greatest Florida Panther ever. So does he have to be in the same video with Mackenzie Weger? No, I don't think so. And here's the way that you actually do it. Well, what do you do? How do you separate the two? Easily. During one break, please direct your attention to the video monitors. And you got a nice little tribute for Mackenzie Weger. Okay, we all stand up, we clap, there you go. You don't do Huberto at the same time. You don't have to. And then after the next break, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to the video monitors. And now you got the Huberto tribute, which is twice, three times, four times as long as whatever you do for Mackenzie Weger. Because they're not the same. It's not the same. And you t- give me a video that's two, three minutes long. You know, this video, you're doing a dual video with Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. Get, give me Huberto scoring his first Glover, which, which I think they did show Huberto scoring his first Glover. Give me Goldie on the call. Let me hear Goldie yelling about Huberto getting his first ever goal. Get, give me Huberto scoring in the postseason. Give me, give me some of Huberto after the Panthers won a playoff series last year. Give me a sound bite there. 
Give me Roberto Luongo on the screen talking about what Huberto means to the franchise. Give me Aaron Eckblad on the screen talking about what Huberto means to the franchise. Give me Sasha Barkov telling me what Huberto means, uh, uh, his friendship and playing with him his whole career and what he means to the franchise. Give me, give me Goldie screaming in the background, hoobie-dooby-doo. I didn't get any of that. I, I, I couldn't believe. Like, I, I don't feel good about killing the Panthers in this regard, but how is that an acceptable video tribute for, for Huberto? I don't, I don't get it. I was so, I was so disappointed. That's it? That's all we got for Huberto? He couldn't even get his own video? Give me some play-by-play of Goldie and Moeller in the background. Give me some of Doug Plagans getting excited about a huge goal from Huberto. Can I get, can, give me, give me some, give me some of player audio. Give me the guys talking about him. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was really disappointing. And I don't know, like, what did the Panthers do when, when Roberto Luongo returned? You know, it was with Vancouver. I'm talking many years ago. You know, what did they do when Luongo returned? Or, you know, what did they do when Steven Weiss returned? I don't know. I don't remember. But Huberto, you could, could, he's the franchise all-time leader in everything. And he's in the same video packet. Like, he's not in the same package as Mackenzie Weger. There's no reason for that. It doesn't make any sense. You, you, you could do those separate. I mean, it, it was really weird. I thought it was real. Well, I don't know. Weird's not even the right thing. It was just... You know, like you're screaming to the video team. Hey, can we throw something together right quick? Huberto's returning today. That was really disappointing. All right. So anyway, I I got, I got to move past it. All right. I, I love the Panthers so much. I was I was just disappointed, man. I it's weird to me. I anyway. All right. I got I got to move past it. They're back in action, by the way. Wednesday night against Boston. So they're gonna they're gonna lose four in a row because Boston never loses. All right. Anyway, really like. Why can't all the teams, hey, you got the Dolphins. Why can't all the teams be good? Why can't we have everything? Can I be selfish for once? Why can't all my teams be good? Why can't the Dolphins, Heat, and Panthers all be awesome? Nope. Not allowed to happen. All right. All right. But hey, even though the Dolphins were off this week, you still had a ton of action in the National Football League. Week 11. Wraps up tonight, 49ers at Cardinals. Obviously, it doesn't have anything to do with the Dolphins. We don't care about the 49ers anymore because we traded the pick away for Bradley Chubb. Okay, great. But a whole lot of action took place in the NFL yesterday. Let's get to our Week 11 NFL rundown. Okay, so we'll start things off. Falcons and Bears. The Falcons, they're hanging around in that NFC East, man. Falcons, they are now 5-6 and six after a 27-24 win over the Chicago Bears. I know Justin Fields got hurt late in that game. Fields, amazing fantasy player now. He was 14-21. He had 153 yards, touchdown, and an interception. But how about on the ground? He's doing it again. 18 rushes, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Another big fantasy performance for Justin Fields. The, uh, the Falcons, again, though, they win 27-24. to 24. They are a half game back, amazing, of Tampa in the NFC South, which is a wretched division. The Ravens, this is a major disappointment if you're a Ravens fan, right? 
The Ravens beat the Panthers 13-3, a game that I think was 3-0 at halftime. The Ravens improved to 7-3. Panthers dropped to 3-8. Lamar Jackson, 24 for 33, 209 yards and an interception. He had 31 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. The Ravens are currently fourth in the AFC, improving to 7-3. And everyone is 7-3 in the AFC. The Bills, also 7-3. Now, got up to a slow start yesterday. They were down 10-3 against Cleveland. Josh Allen, he was very frustrated. This game was played in Detroit. The Bills are from Buffalo. The Browns are from Cleveland. The game was in Detroit. Now, I know the game was sold out. And, and the, it was a very, uh, it was a majority Bills crowd, even though Cleveland, Cleveland's not far from Detroit. I think it's just a couple hours, a couple hour drive away. But the Bills, they beat the Browns 31-23. Josh Allen, 18 for 27, 197 yards and a touchdown. Uh, MVP caliber numbers. He's, he's not going to be in the MVP conversation this year. We know the MVP conversation. It's Tua and Mahomes. That's the MVP conversation. I, I'm, hey. That's, that's where it is. And you also had Amari Cooper. Big fantasy day. Eight catches, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. He usually does nothing on the road. He had a big game yesterday. So the Browns now, they are off next week, I believe. Are they off next week? Um, but um, they're getting Deshaun Watson back. Is it for week 13? Okay, so it's one more game. One more game that he's got to miss. But they're 3-7. and seven. They're not going anywhere. The Bills are now 7-3. and three. The Commanders, that's the team in Washington. They're now 6-5 and five with a 23-10 win over the Texans. The Texans are here this week. They are now 1-8-1. They're the worst team in football. Nothing really noteworthy fantasy football-wise. Antonio Gibson had 18 carries for 72 yards, 3 catches, 31 yards. The Eagles pull it out late against the Colts. The Eagles are 9-1. The Colts 4-6-1. Jeff Saturday was so close to being 2-0. And everyone was going to be, Bill Cowher was going to be so mad that Jeff Saturday would have been 2-0, but it wasn't meant to be. The Eagles beat the Colts 17-16. Jalen Hurts, 18 for 25, 190 yards and a touchdown. He had 16 rushes for 85 yards and a touchdown. So good fantasy day there because of the rushing with Jalen Hurts. But I don't know, the Eagles, I feel like a kind of a Fugazi 9-1. Not very impressed, but 9-1 is 9-1. That's right. I own that state. The Patriots. This was the talk of the day, right? The Patriots win 10-3 in as bad a football game you're ever going to see. We were punished. There was no Dolphins football, and our punishment was you will sit. It, it was it was like it was like little Alex with the ultraviolence in Clockwork Orange. We were sitting there with our eyelids pried open watching Patriots Jets. It was terrible. Patriots improved to six and four. The Jets dropped to six and four. And the big story of the game, obviously, was on the final possession. The Jets, they're trying to run out the clock. They punt it away. But instead of punting it out of bounds, you get an 84 yard punt return for a touchdown. Patriots win 10 3. Wilson, Zach Wilson who is probably the worst quarterback in the NFL. Somehow, Mac Jones was not the worst quarterback in this game. Wilson was 9 for 22 for 77 yards. Mac Jones was 23 for 27 for 246 yards. Zach Wilson taking no blame, no accountability after the game. And the Patriots, 
and Jets are now both 6-4. and four. Record-wise in the AFC East, that was probably the result that you wanted as a Dolphin fan. The Saints beat the Rams 27-20 in a game that really nobody cares about. The Saints are 4-7 and seven now. The Rams are 3-7. and seven. Andy Dalton, 21 for 25, 260 yards and three touchdowns. Boy, the Rams are shit if they're allowing Andy Dalton at this point in his career to do that. Uh, Chris Olave for the fantasy football owner. Five catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown. There you go. The Lions beat the Giants 31-18. Don't look now. The Lions looking like a competent team. Four and six. The Giants now seven and three. Very bad loss for the G-Men. You figure, hey, that's an easy way to to, to get a, a, another victory against a Lions team and in New York. So instead of being eight and two and the Giants being right behind Philadelphia, they now drop to seven and three and they're the sixth seed in the NFC. That was a very damaging loss. If the Giants missed the playoffs, that's the game you're going to go back and look at. The Raiders, in overtime, beat the Broncos 22-16. to uh, Both teams are 3-7. and seven. You thought the NFC West was going to be, uh, AFC West, excuse me, was going to be the best division in football. It sucks. You know, the Chargers are average. Raiders and Broncos are terrible. KC has the best record in the AFC. Everybody knows the AFC East is the best division in football now. But Devontae Adams caught the touchdown in overtime to win it. He had seven catches for 141 yards, two touchdowns. David Carr, 23 for 37, 300. Actually, I think he's Derek. I always confuse him with his brother. Derek Carr, 23 for 37, 307 yards, and two touchdowns. He cried last week after the loss. This week they win. There you have it. The Cowboys, probably the stunner of the day, a 40-3 win at the Vikings. That's right. He was in Minnesota. Cowboys win 40-3. to Cowboys are now 7-3, and so they're kind of hanging around in the NFC East. They're fifth overall in the NFC. The Vikings, 8-2. Their seven-game win streak is snapped, and now they are second. They jumped into a first-place tie last week after Philadelphia lost. Now they're back all by themselves, second place in the NFC Dak Prescott, 22 for 25, 276 yards and two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, 12 of 23, just 105 yards. This was a shocker of a performance. And the Cowboys fan, you're super excited about that. But if I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm not, but if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm almost pissed off where it's, how did I lose that game last week to the Packers? We're up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Should be sitting here 8-2 and two, talking about, you know, best... One game back of the best record in the NFC. So, big shocker, but I'm a little bit annoyed if I'm a Cowboy fan. The Bengals. Bengals are starting to get going. Don't look now, but the AFC champion Bengals, a 37-30 win against the Steelers. Bengals are 6-4. They are now in the seventh and final playoff spot in the AFC. Steelers dropped to 3-7. Joe Burrow, 24 for 39, 355 yards. He had four touchdowns and two interceptions. T. Higgins had a big game. And finally... Sunday night football last night. The Chiefs, 8-2 after a 30-27 win over the Chargers. The Chargers dropped to 5-5. Five five. The Dolphins, you needed Herbert to, to do a solid for you, but he threw an interception late in that game. Mahomes, 20-34, for 34, 329 yards, three touchdowns. Kelsey, six catches for 115 yards. He caught all three of Mahomes' touchdowns, and that right there is your Week 11. NFL Rundown. Great week in the NFL. Weird, but great. Tonight, 
We'll cap off the week, Monday Night Football. Zazzle Mansion Fan Room, small TV. You got the Cardinals hosting the 49ers. And I got fantasy football implications. I'm not going to tell you about it because nobody cares about my fantasy football team. Nobody cares about your fantasy football team. But tonight, you got the 49ers who are, they are seventh in the NFC. Uh, Arizona's done. I mean, come on. But the 49ers, this is obviously a big game for them. So you got stuff going on. And of course, all the gambling. Gambling is so much fun. Everybody should gamble. Okay. So anyway, I, I do have a couple things for you here that I want to get to on the NBA. Uh, a couple noteworthy things happened in the NBA over the weekend. Number one, you had an incident Friday night in Philadelphia. So... The 76ers beat the Bucks, And Giannis had a, a rough go at the free throw line. He was 4 for 15 from the free throw line. I think the game before it, he was 4 for 11. But he was 4 for 15 that night from the free throw line. And so after the game, he pulled the move where he, he wants to stay on the floor and shoot free throws. Now, this happens... I'm not going to say all the time, but star players sometimes will pull this move where after the game, they they go on the court and they want to get in some more work. And very famously, you remember it was here, something like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, the Heat beat the Lakers and very famously Kobe Bryant for like another 90 minutes after the game. I'm doing the post-game show. I'm doing the Heat post game. Sh- <coughs> excuse me. I'm doing the Heat post game show, and right in front of me during my show, Kobe Bryant is getting in work, and and the team bus has to wait for him. I mean, it's Kobe. They're gonna wait. The team bus has to wait for him. He had a rough night, and he's you know the Heat just won, and he wants to get in some extra work. Everybody remembers that. It was like a lot was made of it. It was really cool actually. So star players will do this every now and then. Giannis. Wanted to, he was terrible from the free throw line, so he wanted to get in some free throw work before he got on the bus and before he left. And what happened here is, everybody saw the video where you had these workers who were, now, you know, you're taking down the hoop, you're getting stuff down on top of the hoop, and they got a ladder, you got to take down, you know, the camera, the shot clock, all that stuff, and then they're going to move the hoop. Who knows, they, they may have had, you know... The next day, the Flyers may have been playing. Maybe the next day there's a concert. Whatever it is, you know. This is what happens in these arenas overnight. They change over the floor. And you see Giannis. He's telling the guys that, that he wants to work. Th- these workers are telling him no. And then eventually he, he shoves the ladder out of the way. The ladder falls over. And now it's a whole big thing. And, and if you're Giannis, look. I'm going to start by saying this. If you're Giannis, you can't do that. God forbid. And there were some people there. Not ma- a couple. But God forbid, and he didn't try to push over the ladder, but he very forcefully moved the ladder out of the way, and then it fell over. God forbid that ladder falls on someone, you got a major problem. Major, major problem. And so I got to start off by saying, if you're honest, you can't do that. All right? And he knows that. And Giannis really seems like one of the all-time good guys. So I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to wind up giving Giannis a pass over this whole thing. But you saw that video. And then there's more footage that comes out of what took place before that. So Giannis is actually on the floor, and he wants to get in some work before he leaves. And everything's fine. 
until Montrez Harrell shows up, who, who is a known troublemaker, is looking for a fight, and, and really seems like one of the top douchebags in the league. So Montrez Harrell, show, I mean, you remember in the bubble a couple years ago calling Luca a yeah, bitch-ass white boy. Yeah. Montrez Harrell is always looking for a fight. He's on a different team every year, all right? One of the all-time douchebags in the league. And so Montrez Harrell shows up, just takes the ball from Giannis. Like, he, he was telling Giannis to get off the floor he wants to work. Giannis said to him, hey, let, let's, let's work together. We can work in, whatever, you know? And Montrez Harrell takes, the, takes his ball like he's a child. Takes his ball and walks the other end of the court. Starts shooting around. <clears throat> and Giannis like, what the hell's going on? So, and look, Giannis knows. Montrez Harrell's looking for a fight. Because he's Montrez Harrell. And that's what he does. So Giannis then goes back into the visiting locker room, I assume. Comes back out with another ball. And at this point, now you got the guys with the ladder. They're trying to take down the hoop. They're trying to get their work in. He's asking them. I assume he's asking them, you know, if he could still work here. They're telling him no, which. And then you get the pushing of the ladder and the ladder falls over. And now it's a whole thing. Look, does it suck for those workers that they're going to have to wait to take down the court? Another 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is until Giannis is done. Yep, that sucks. They want to get home to their families. They want to get all their work done. Although, there's got to be other stuff that they have to do in the arena that they could have then done first and then come back, I would assume. But that's not the point. If they got to wait another 15, 20, 30 minutes until they can go home, that sucks. But guess what? Tough shit. It's tough. The player, who also is a league MVP, is one of the faces of the NBA. But it doesn't even have to be a star player. All these people in the building, all these workers, they have jobs because of the NBA and because of these players. And if Giannis wants to get in some extra work and it's going to delay those guys night by 15, 20, 30 minutes, they're going to have to eat a turd burger. And like sucks, but they're going to have to eat a turd burger and wait for Giannis to finish. That is what it is. Like, those dudes are in no position to tell Giannis, no, you're not allowed to be here. We're working. We're taking down the hoop. You got to kind of eat that one if you're the workers. Yes, I'm giving Giannis a pass. Even though you can't push the ladder over. You didn't mean to push it over, but you can't do that. That's a bad job. The workers, though, like, I'm telling you right now what's winding, what is happening today or what happened the next day or that night or whatever. Those workers were reprimanded. They were. And they were told next time you need to let him, he needs, you need to let him get in work. All those guys have jobs because of the NBA, because of the NBA players, because of the game. Sucks that your night's going to be about 20 or 30 minutes longer is what it is. You got to let him work. You got to let him do his thing. It is what it is. MVP of the league. Come on. Come on. And by the way, none of this scenario happens if not for that child Montrez Harrell. Total do- douchebag. Takes his ball. Doesn't want to let him practice. Come on, man. <clears throat> and so Montrez Harrell, after the game, took to Twitter. I mean, good luck reading through this. There, there's not a single period. But here's Montrez Harrell on Twitter. Starts it off with, well, the first word is A-Y-E, so I guess it's A. 
Yeah, I guess say. The grammar's rough. All right. Again, no periods here. So I'm going to try and decipher it. A, make sure you get the complete story. I asked the man, can he get off the court so I can work out? They had to change the court over. He ignored me. So, hey, that's what you get. Respect is respect. Good night. He, he sucks. But that was a huge story over the weekend. You can't push over the ladder if you're honest. You got to be more careful. Uh, does it suck for the workers? Yes. But I guarantee you the workers were reprimanded. You got to let Giannis use the hoop if he wants to. Your night's just going to be a little bit longer, unfortunately. All right. The other NBA story over the weekend, and we obviously have to hit on this. Kyrie Irving made his return yesterday. The Nets. And and by the way, Ben Simmons in back-to-back games looking like a real basketball player. And I think their next game is in Philadelphia. But Ben Simmons looking like a real basketball player again. And Kyrie Irving returned yesterday. He struggled. I think he was 5 for 14. I think he had 14 points. But Kyrie Irving returned yesterday for missing the previous eight games. Now, Kyrie Irving, he sat down with SNY's Ian Begley and gave a more extended, like, apology slash explanation of what happened, what took place. And so let me let me read this to you. And you know I've I've been very hard on Kyrie. Uh, he's I, I think he's a cancerous player. I do not think he's a winning player. I think his history shows you that. And I, I mean, look, yes, he, you know, he won a championship playing next to LeBron. Hit, hit a huge shot, but everywhere else he's been when he wasn't with LeBron, he leaves the team. Uh, he leaves and they're better off. But anyway, you know how I feel about what Kyrie did. Obviously being Jewish. But let's hear out this explanation, right? We gotta be fair. Quote, I'm not, this is an interview with SNY and Ian Begley. Quote, I'm not anti-Semitic. I never have been. I don't have hate in my heart for the Jewish people or anyone that identifies as a Jew. I'm not anti-Jewish or any of that. And it's been difficult to sit at home with my family with them seeing all of this and having questions. I'll interrupt for a second. That's what he should have said from the get-go. When he was asked about it, instead of being confrontational with the media and being difficult, that that right, just that right there is what he should have said. But there's a lot more. The part that hasn't been hard is explaining myself because I know who I am. I know what I represent. But I think the difficult aspect is just processing all this, understanding the power of my voice, the influence I have. I am no one's idol, but I am a human being that wants to make impact and change. In order to do that, I have to live responsibly and set a greater example for our youth, for my generation and the older generation. Uh, He continued on with, I just really want to focus on the hurt that I caused or the impact that I made within the Jewish community, putting some type of threat or assumed threat on the Jewish community. I just want to apologize deeply for all my actions, for the time that it's been since the post was first put up. I've had a lot of time to think, but my focus initially, if I could do it over, would be to heal and repair a lot of my close relationships with my Jewish relatives, brothers, and sisters. Uh It was a learning journey, to be honest with you. It was a lot of hurt that needed to be healed, a lot of conversations that needed to be had, and a lot of reflections. And I got a chance to do that with some great people from the Jewish community, from the black community, from the white community. I've had so many conversations with all of our races and cultures and religious groups of people. Uh, Just try to find a better way, a better perspective on how we live a more harmonious life. I'm a man who stands for peace. I don't condone any hate speech or any prejudice. And I want to be in a position where I'm being... and I want to be in a position where I'm being 
where I don't want to be in a position where I'm being misunderstood or where I stand in terms of anti-Semitism or any hate for that matter for anybody in this world. So this is what should have been made clear from the get-go. And we would have avoided this whole situation. I got to be honest with you. It's a pretty good apology. It's a pretty good explanation. And I'm good. I'm, I'm good with moving on. I am. Now, I will say, the clock, like, okay, you know, we're, we're one day, he returned yesterday, we're one day without incident, okay? Like, the clock has started, we are one day without incident. There is going to be something else that his history tells us. There will be something else that comes up that prevents him from playing basketball. His history is a giant indicator of that. We know that. But as far as this situation, I think you, I think you got to forgive and move on. I think you got to accept the apology, especially if you're a Jewish person. I've talked about this before. That was a pretty good apology. He spent time in the Jewish community talking to people, realizing what he did was hurtful, uh, could have pro- did cause problems in the Jewish community, certainly was a whole Jewish person versus black person thing, which is... Which is the worst part because Jews and blacks should be best friends. They should be best friends. But you had that whole dynamic. And if you're not willing to accept his apology and accept that he is willing to learn from it and move forward, then there's no reason for anyone who has done something bad or said something bad and then tried to rehabilitate themselves and become better and learn more from their mistake and you're still not going to accept them, accept their apology, forgive them, then what's the point in them being sorry? What's the point in them actually trying to turn around and do the right thing if you're still not going to let them move forward, if you're not going to accept them, if you're not going to allow them to rehabilitate, if you're not going to accept that, then there's no point for that kind of person to want to learn and grow and be better. You can't then turn around and say, yeah, but you said this back then. Well, he's learning now what he did and said was wrong. So I, I got to accept, and I don't like Kyrie Irving, man. I'm never going to like Kyrie Irving. I totally think he's a cancerous teammate. But I'm very willing to accept him speaking to Jewish people, him speaking to all these religions, and trying to learn and be better about it and move forward and not be a hateful person. Because if I'm not willing to, if I'm not willing to accept that in anyone who, who like even what Myers Leonard, you know, I forgive him. I very forgive him. Because if I'm not willing to accept these people who thought one thing and then they realized that was wrong and and now they're becoming a better person, if I'm not willing to accept that, what's the point in them becoming a better person then? So I got to move on from it. I'm ready to move on from it. Well, he returned last night. That was obviously a big deal. Okay. So you know what that means. We wrap every show with it. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Come on. All right. So I got a few things for you here for big deal, not a big deal today on a Monday, week number four, Zaslow show. So I saw this yesterday trending everywhere on Twitter. People were very, very upset. The 
the Green Power Ranger, the guy who played the Green Power Ranger, Jason David Frank, 49 years old, passed away yesterday. TMZ reported he passed away. He was best known for being the Green and the White. I can't leave out the White. For being the Green and the White Power Ranger. Uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure... I saw, oh, well, yeah, it says here by suicide. Terrible. That's a big deal, obviously. And there, there was an outpouring of love and emotion for this guy. Uh, people were very upset to see that news yesterday. So that's a big deal. That's a sad story. Also, big deal or not a big deal. Tonight, during Monday Night Football, the final trailer. Now, you know how I feel about movie trailers. I don't love movie trailers. <coughs> I don't want, excuse me. I don't want anything spoiled for me, especially when it comes to superhero movies. So I don't really like seeing the trailers. I want to go in and be totally surprised. But the final trailer for the movie Avatar is going to be released tonight during Monday Night Football. This is not a big deal. Not because I don't care to watch all the movie trailers. And if we're, if we're throwing out three, four trailers for Avatar, you can see the whole movie before it even comes out. But this is not a big deal because I don't care about Avatar. I don't get it, man. I've tried watching Avatar. I, I, I get 20 minutes in, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't like this movie. So, final trailer for Avatar. Not a big deal. How about this weekend? Big deal or not a big deal? AEW Full Gear was this past Saturday night. Now, if it's still real to me. If you didn't catch this weekend's episodes... Obviously, it's on your podcast, wherever you're getting your podcast, Zaslow Show 2.0, on the weekends, on Saturdays. It's still real to me. Me and my co-host, Joey Levin, we recap all the big stories in pro wrestling. It's also on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Show. You get to see this punum, and you can watch the whole show there as well. We gave you a bonus episode this weekend. You had the regular Saturday, it's still real to me, and Sunday, a reaction show to Saturday night's AEW Full Gear. So make sure you go check that out. And MJF. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, top Jew. Kyrie's so mad that he won. MJF, new AEW champion after beating John Moxley on Saturday night. Now, there was a little bit of cheating involved. William Regal, he turned heel. He double-crossed Mox. He slid MJF the brass knucks, and he knocked him out. And the MJF era is upon us. A Jewish world champion. Now, it's not like there's never been one. Goldberg, anyone? Come on, we know that. But MJF is the new AEW champion. That's a big deal. And finally, I got one more for you ass here. Today, now maybe you're listening right now. Maybe you're watching on the YouTube channel. It could be during the match. It could be after the match. But we're just a few hours away. World Cup began yesterday. Uh, You had Ecuador beat Qatar earlier today. uh, Last I checked, England was up 3-0 on Iran. They're both in the United States' group play. U.S.-Wales. It gets going today. World Cup. That's right. Of course that's a big deal. Are you kidding? I'm super pumped up for this game. U.S., Wales, let's get this thing started off in the right foot. Let's get those points. Get a win today. And it all sets up for Friday. Black Friday. U.S., England. You know what that means. That's a big deal. And that right there is a Monday edition. A big deal for not a big deal. All right. Thanks again. We're getting more and more sponsors, obviously. Title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys. You got any kind of injury, slip and fall, whatever your accident is, I'm sending you to Anna Jar and Levine because if you're listening right now, you're one of my best friends. And Anna Jar and Levine, I know that they're going to help you, all right? 
Glenn Levine, Mark Anajar, Ellie Anajar. Those are my guys. They believe in me, and they're going to help you with any issues you got with your injury. All right, so 800-747-FREE, 3733. Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. And everybody, welcome aboard. Briny Irish Pub, brinypubpompano.com. That's my new spot, all right, where Atlantic meets the Atlantic. Atlantic Boulevard all the way east until you run into the ocean. You got Briny right there, live music every night. I'm going to be there this Sunday for the Dolphins and Texans. They got the NFL Sunday ticket. Come watch the Dolphins in every Dolphin game with me at Briny Irish Pub, brinypubpompano.com. Thanks to everybody involved in putting together the show today. Great job by everyone involved. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com. 954 Five eight nine two two zero four.